1: Sixty percent of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving.
0: You are tearing me apart, Lisa.
1: Come with me if you want to live. Well, gentlemen, you have my curiosity. But now you have my attention. Now,
0: here's your host, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny.
1: Movie goers and movie award lovers and winners and chicken dinners. You're listening to motherfucking two dudes movie
0: reviews with Sky and Colin. (laughs) We should bring this back to the first one we did where we we started. I think that first duty starts up with like opera music and you're like, welcome to the first ever annual duty awards. Yeah. And then you're just like, we've got a motherfucking award show. <laughs> Start screaming immediately.
1: Yeah, yeah try to class it up. And uh, now I'm just like, you know, what? let's get right. Let's get right into the dirty. Let's get right into the dirty, dirty. Nitty gritty titty. You know what I'm saying? The nitty gritty titty. Yeah. Yeah, because this ain't the Oscars, bitch. This is the fucking duties. <laughs> And you know what? Guess what, Hollywood? We're leaving a duty on your chest.
0: <laughs> we're the two dudes, we s- and we're here to take a duty on your your butt. Yeah, we're gonna duty your butt. <laughs> yeah, your butt.
1: <laughs> My name's Sky, his name's Colin. We're here to duty to your butt. <laughs> <laughs> don't make don't make me duty to your butt. <laughs> do to your butt. Bro, <laughs> the amount of times people test me thinking I won't do to they butt, mm-hmm. And then you know what I do? do you duty to butt? I do, I do that duty to the butt. <laughs> you can't stop me. I'm unstoppable. <laughs> can't stop, won't stop, duty to butt. <laughs> For real though, you know, it's a good thing I wasn't at the Oscars because the slap would be the least of anyone's worries. I'd be out there duty left and right. Yeah, you'd be pulling an amber turd. Oh, dude. <laughs> Hampered turd. I saw a meme and it was just, it was a quote from her in the trial. She's like, she's like, I'm the only one that gave a shit in the relationship, and the meme is just like, yeah, because <laughs> you yes. literally took a shit. <laughs> <in the bed.
0: laughs>
1: you fucking lunatic.
0: I uh, I love Johnny Depp talk like recounting that because he's like basically just like, I saw it and all I could do was laugh, and he's like, then like a few days later I asked for a divorce because. You don't come back from that. (laughs) I was just like, I love this. (laughs) It's true, though. It's
1: true, though. Yeah, the world's crazy. We've been on a little bit of a break unintentionally. So and um, yeah, it's it's duty time. We have not had a chance to talk about the Oscars. I know it's been a it's
0: definitely been a minute since the Oscars, but uh, we wanted to talk about that. And we were saying, like, I don't know if anyone's going to really give a shit about the movies that we, you know, like our top 10 lists for the movies last year. But we got to give it. to It's annual. Rain or shine. We're bringing it's it anal. to you. I mean, it's annual. Yeah. Annual. It's our <laughs> annual
1: anal. <laughs> when we take a duty on the butt. Once a year, the two dudes do anal and duty on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> and we give you an award for it. Mm -hmm. now a couple episodes we talked about what are the most actually it might have been last episode we talked about what the most fuckable awards in hollywood are Mm -hmm. and if you're wondering where the duty stacks up in that i'd say it's the most fuckable because it's literally just a pocket pussy
0: (laughs) do you remember uh after our first duty awards going into the second one i was working on 3d printing an actual duty Mm -hmm. and uh yeah and then we we were like, yeah, we'll mail them to the winners. How how that was gonna work, I don't know. <laughs> but we would have figured it out. Yeah, but we're like, we'll mail them out. So like, it had like a like a gold base, and I think I originally I'd just like just like <laughs> like the horns, like a hand just throwing the horns up. <laughs> yeah, I said
1: we should have done it where it's like a popcorn bucket with two wieners sticking out, but the wieners are giving a thumbs up. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's cool. That's cool.
1: It's like the popcorn trick and it's two dudes. The wiener symbolizing me, us being men and the thumbs up, like two thumbs up, like we're critics and popcorn is for movies. Yeah. Checks out. And it hasn't been done before. Basically just glue two dildos to an MTV, uh, movie award. It's called a dual Ooh, a dough. I like that. Is that, is that, you know what? We should get off the, um, the podcast train and just go into the, uh, the adult toys industry. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stop recording right now and copyright that. <laughs> yeah, this is important. Here, I'm going to work on it while while you do these duties. I'm going to be working on the copyright.
0: All right. All Actually, right. you
1: know all right. what? <clears throat> do me a favor while I do this. Can you Google dual dough on your computer, like a dual <laughs> dildo? Google that on your computer. I just built this computer. I don't know if I need a virus for me. And don't go into incognito. <laughs> Let it be yeah. known. Let the let your FBI agent that's monitoring your computer know
0: exactly what you're doing. Yeah. When when I uh, go to court, they're going <laughs> to... Why are we looking up duldoes, bro? Yeah. What even is Some it doodos.
1: with these doodos. Honestly, if either of us went to court, our web searchers would be the least of our worries because we willingly broadcast this show. And I think this is the most damning thing to our character we could possibly put out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to mention like a... Uh, this freelance job that I got, but, uh, because it was like a cool, uh, notable company. But I was like, I don't think they would want to be associated with the show. So I won't mention who I worked for. Dude, anyone would be honored to be associated with us.
1: Mm, And that's why today we're sponsored by McDonald's (laughs) and Starbucks (laughs) and, um, fucking, Trader Bojangles. Joe's, Trader Joe's, yeah, and Bojangles, and Fuddruckers.
0: <laughs> oh, Fuddruckers!
1: Fud Ruckers. Is, is Fuddruckers a play? Like, I'm I'm thinking the restaurant was created by somebody who like had a crush on Paul Rudd, but was just like I can't name it. I want it to. Like, <laughs> what do you want to name it? Ruddfuckers. fuckers. <laughs> Rudd fuckers? <laughs> like, dude, you can't name it that. Why? <laughs> like, well, one it has nothing to do with being a restaurant, and two, you can't. Can't name it. red fucker.
0: Like, what about Ruckers? They're like, what does that mean? And he's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I don't care. I'm the CEO. I do what I want. Just like that guy who made Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Where he thought he got a coyote mascot. <laughs> Dude, do you remember, do you remember the Chuck E. Cheese era of the show? Yeah. <laughs> There's a few, uh, that was, that was interesting times. It, it was only maybe like a month ago. And I thought about, it. I was like, Oh, yeah. Remember when, like, during the pandemic, Chuck E. Cheese, like, tried to have, like, that, uh, that Pasquale's pizza, like, <laughs> hus- <Yeah>. side hustle. <laughs> yeah, 2020 was a weird time for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, before we get, before we get into the, the nitty gritty, though, I gotta, I gotta ask you something. All right? Yeah. All right, bro. Um, for those, if you listen to the Batman episode, you know that something happened something happened to me personally. And that was just that I got engaged. So I need to ask you, Do you want to be a groomsman, bro? <gasps> really? Yeah. Were you saving <laughs> it for the pod this whole time? Yeah, it was. So I was like, bro, you
1: right. fucking record. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. Um, I was going to break up with you today. Cause I'm like, this motherfucker told me he's getting engaged. With- and-, and that was so long ago. I'm like, he ain't going to have me be a groomsman. <laughs> I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a little piece of my mind, and you know what that piece says? What? Yeah, I'll be your best man. <laughs> I said groomsman. <laughs> I, I know. it's not what you asked. <laughs> I know. If 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 you listen to the show, which I know you do because you're on it, um, I'm probably the last person you want giving a speech at your wedding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what though? I've uh, I've seen you give. I think one speech before maybe, maybe more than one speech, but there's one speech in particular that stands out. And it was when our band was playing our first show, but you were also playing in a second band and there was only two bands playing at this show. It was us and the other one. And basically you were just like, guys, let's just go out there. We've been practicing. Like, we're just going to have a good time. And you know what? Like if we're not good, it doesn't matter because then I'll be in the best band that played tonight. (laughs) <laughs> That's a pretty good speech. Cause, cause, yeah, because you're playing in both bands. So you're like, so if we suck, my other band's gonna look good. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, which does not help everybody else in the first yeah. band. I'm like, no
0: matter what, I'm coming out on top. top yeah. So let's who cares? Just guys, I put myself in a great position tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the kind of speeches that I give. <laughs> that's how I do it. Yeah. Um. Yes, I absolutely will be. Without a doubt, I will be. Awesome. However, what are the rules
0: on alopecia jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention alopecia. Oh, I'm a beat up in this theater.
1: Oh, <laughs> haha! Woo! <laughs>
0: That's a uh, that's a, that's a nice a good tiktok that's been flowing around. There's like a like a Will Smith slap rap. <laughs> oh, that's
1: awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen this. That is great. You should request them to play it at your wedding.
0: Are you doing live band or DJ? We're d- we're doing a DJ. Um we were nice. we were looking into um we've been to a few weddings in the last year where they've had a DJ and a band and Yeah. Uh we like that but we couldn't. We couldn't swing it money wise. So we have a DJ. Oh, dude, you
1: should hire the probably. I would say the best example of when having a DJ and a band works, aka Limp Biscuit.
0: <laughs> hire Fred Durst.
1: <laughs> they have a DJ and a band. Yeah, I mean it's kind of match made in heaven. How, how amazing! Would it be... I don't know if Brianna would go for this, but how amazing would it be if Limp Biscuit played your wedding?
0: That'd be awesome. I was also just going to say, how awesome would it be if Limp Biscuit fell so far that they would have to play weddings? <laughs> oh, bound to happen. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet,
1: actually. I don't know. Any day now. I think it did. It did for a period in the middle there, but they picked up steam when he became kind of like meeming mm-hmm. and was like Grandpa Fred Durst. Yeah. It could happen, though. Yeah. How about can I... All right. as a groomsman, I feel like I do need some sort of responsibility, so I'm thinking maybe I bring a guitar, and we have somebody play a piano, and we do the patent-pending version of break stuff, and (laughs) that can be your guys' first dance. Um, I'm
0: not going to say names, um, but I will say this, because obviously my brothers know that they're co-best men, um, but the other people... I ha- do not know. Cause I, uh, how many best men are you going to have either five or six best men? Oh no, not best men, Just groomsmen in, in total. Did I say best men? Oh, all right. Now I fucked up then. No, no, just my whole, my whole party is going to be pretty small. It's either five or six people, but I was going to say, I think everyone plays guitar. Oh, nice. Yeah,
1: dude, for your bachelor party, I know a great strip club, just outside Orlando <laughs> where I may or may not have a second family. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> cause I went to a bachelor party in Orlando. We went to this one strip club and there was a very friendly stripper at that club dancer. I'm um, apologize. Mm. I,
0: uh, I don't know what we're doing for like a, a bachelor party. I, you know me, I'm pretty low key and I do want to do something yeah. similar to what my brother did for his where, cause, uh, I'm obviously close with like, you know, a lot of people from like the, you know, music and stuff like that. And then also like everyone from hockey and Brandon kind of did. Brandon had a huge like groomsman party, but he invited everyone from our team also, regardless of whether or not they were in the party. Um, So I think I'm going to do that. Something where it's like a big group of us. And uh, I just don't know where or what we're going to do. I wanted to plan it around. Like we can go somewhere for a devil's road game that also has stuff to do in the city. But uh, I don't know what That'd the be cool. yeah, I don't know what the Devil's schedule is like for next season yet, so we'll have to wait on that. But it, dude, all,
1: all of my friends like sports because the last bachelor party I went to, we went to a Red Sox game, and I'm just like, well, all my friends like sports? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least if we go to a Devil's game, you can root for the Devil. <laughs> you know, I'd be rooting for that Devil. <laughs> you know, I'd be doing that. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude, I'm
0: into it. Nice. I'm into it. Nice. Yeah, I was waiting. I was, I mean, uh, what, Brianna's like, she's also been like, when are you recording? I'm like, you're never this interested in when you're recording. But just, she's like, you got to tell Sky. <laughs> He's got to be prepared. <laughs> she's just basically just like, you have to tell him. You keep saying you're going to do it for the pot. But also, this is important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the pot is important.
1: What's more important, Colin, your wedding or the podcast? And remember, the Swampies are
0: listening. I know, I know. We gotta get off this. Let's get into the Oscars. <laughs> Oscars, Let's baby. Do it. Movies m- movies were made. Awards were won. Exactly. Now we'll we'll break it down real quick. We'll go down through the awards. I don't wanna talk too much about it, but uh I will say this this Oscars was a it was a mixed bag for me because I felt really weird afterwards and it has nothing to do with the thing that everyone probably wants to hear us talk about. But uh this is one of the first years where like the majority of the movies that I wanted to win awards won, and I left watching the Oscars annoyed. And it's because of all the stupid changes they made. Like, I hate that they were basically just like, "We need more time for comedy, so let's like just do a bunch of like awards like before the show even starts and not televise them." Um, That's you know, whack. Dune, Dune cleaned up. Dune won the most awards for the night, which is awesome. And uh, I think I only got to see two of its awards like they didn't televise any of them and some of them I'm I'm assuming they were like these are the ones that no one gives a shit about but like I love the visual effects award and I love like cinematography and stuff like that and I'm pretty sure cinematography didn't get aired so wow cool that's that's crazy dude that's like a top tier Oscar I know yeah I love visual cinematography are like right up there and then probably like director is next for me and uh I I actually like those more than best picture just because like my favorite movie, I don't think has ever won best picture. Like, so I don't expect any, I expect the artsy movie to win best picture. So I'm just like, I don't, if it gets nominated for best picture, that's, that's good enough for me. But, uh, well, parasite won that one year in 2019. That, yeah, that was the way we were happy. We were happy about that. I mean, that wasn't my favorite movie that year, but I think it was my second or third. Um, that was probably the best year in terms of like everything that was my favorite was like highly represented. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was just a bunch of like whack changes uh, this year. And uh, also we, you know what? Let's just start off here. They, they added a, a Twitter, the Twitter fan vote Oscar. Yeah. Dumbest i have ever heard in my life. And, um, uh, army of the dead won that one. That's a fucking <laughs> joke it's so stupid really that
1: was the there's no way on earth that fans move like the people would have picked that over like
0: spider-man i know i uh it was so stupid um i like read this article afterwards and basically it was just like all of the zack snyder dc fanboys like came out of the woodwork and just like spam voted that movie and uh and they were pretty much just like Marvel fans. They don't know how easy they've got it. Us like Snyder fans, we got to claw through every day. We got to, we got to get in the trenches. And I'm just like, you're just a fan of a director. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: <laughs> and not a, also not even like an amazing director.
0: <clears throat> I know. That's the thing. It's like he, yes, he, he's still riding the coattails of like his, uh you know, like three camera rig for 300. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's so stupid. Um, so yeah, that was that was an atrocity. <laughs> but getting into like the actual like awards, um original screenplay, Belfast one, that was one that I didn't see. Um, but like King Richard and Licorice Pizza were both nominated for that. Don't look up was that was a really stupid nominee because that movie was not great. Uh adapted screenplay. I was hoping Dune was going to win this one uh, because Dune was considered unfilmable, uh, but Coda won and Coda would probably would have been my second favorite for that award anyway. But um, yeah, I was still bummed. Anytime Dune didn't win anything, which which wasn't often, but whenever it did, I was like, that is bullshit, (laughs) dude.
1: I don't even want to talk about things that Dune didn't win. I E best director, which he wasn't even nominated for. That is a, another level of rage that I can't even get into right now. The fact that he wasn't nominated for best director when obviously he had his hands in so many aspects of that movie way more, way more. I guarantee way more than Spielberg did in West side story. He just got nominated cause he's fucking Spielberg, but it's not because of the work that he did. It's because of his name and that's bullshit. That's politics. That's the politics of the Oscars. I understand that, but to not nominate it's one thing if you didn't want to give him the win. He deserves the win. But if you didn't want to give him the win, but to not nominate the man who made the movie with the most Oscar nominations. I know. What?
0: I know. How do you give uh, uh. I uh you know, not to go off on a, on a tangent about directing or whatever, but I I watched this thing recently and um they were kind of just talking about like what makes the great directors so great and it was uh it was kind of like the, the best directors not only have the most understanding of like their vision, but they have the most understanding of filmmaking in general from all departments. And because of that, they're able to convey what they want to every member of their cast and crew. And not only like do it in a way where it's understandable, but also set like realistic guidelines and and deadlines and stuff like that, because they know like this thing takes excellent, you know, this thing is possible. This thing takes this amount of time to do. Um, and they don't set like unrealistic expectations or whatever for their crew. And, uh, I mean, Dune, when you, anyone could read Dune and have a completely different interpretation of what that thing is going to look like. So to do, you know, what they did on that movie, you know, was definitely all like an entire production. Um, you know, falling through on one vision. And I think it's bullshit that he he wasn't nominated. Yeah. It's, um, (sighs) it's, it's frustrating, but the
1: Oscars (laughs) are always frustrating when it comes to like, who's it's one thing, one thing who wins, but another thing who's nominated, they just don't get it right. They like never get it right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We didn't even get, get the best director, but I guess we covered it already. (laughs) But, um, visual effects, Dune did win. And um, that's obviously, I think that's the right choice. If any other movie was gonna get it, I was hoping No Time to Die would, because the visuals in that were great. But Dune, I was just on another level. Uh, sound, Dune won that one as well. Great, because it had the best sound. <laughs> like, like um, yeah, easily. Production design, yeah, production design. Dune won. The other one that was nominated that I'd be like, I'd be really cool with that was Nightmare Alley. Yeah, um, yeah, the production on that was really cool. Original score, uh, Hans Zimmer won for Dune um which i was very very happy about because it ha- i thought it had the best score of the year um i was in i was worried that incanto was gonna win because people are losing their shit to the music in that movie yeah and uh i don't know i don't want to get into that <laughs> I, th- I think it might be a tad overrated um original song i was very happy i called this everyone was like dude And Kanto's going to win original song. These songs slap. And I was like, I think Billie Eilish is going to win for no time to die. And they're like, no way. And then she did. I was like, yeah, I don't even like Billie Eilish (laughs) eyelash. And I was like, uh, I was just happy. I, I really like no time to die. So anytime that it got like any love, I was, I was, uh, I was into it. Yeah. Makeup and hairstyling. Dune was nominated for that one along with Cruella. I thought maybe Cruella had like an outside chance, but, uh, the Eyes of Tammy Faye 1, which I did not see, but that is actually another Andrew Garfield movie. I think he was in three movies from 2021. Um, that, Tick, Tick, Boom, and Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry for anyone who hasn't seen Spider-Man. Yeah, um, <laughs> Film editing, uh, Dune 1, that that was the right choice. I mean, apparently it was like a four-hour movie originally. Um, director, we, we just talked about that. Denny was not nominated, but, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson was for licorice pizza and, uh, Kenneth Brenna was for Belfast and Jane Campion won for power of the dog. And I kind of had a feeling she was going to win just based on these. I thought it was either going to be her or Paul Thomas Anderson, but, uh, it was like a big deal for a lot of people in the Academy. Cause it was like her first movie in 10 years and power of the dog was a good movie. Yeah. So I guess based on those, I was cool with it, but yeah, Denny should have been in there. Costume design, Cruella won. Uh, that was the one that Dune was in there, and I was like, I don't think it's going to win it. And strictly just because Cruella is basically a movie about costume design, and I was like, it has to win it. <laughs> it's like the same thing when Phantom Thread came out a couple years ago, and it's like, yeah, the movie that's about costume design is going to win costume design. <laughs> yeah, as as it would. Cinematography, uh, Dune won that one. No, no uh, competition there animated feature film. This one kind of this is a bummer for me. Encanto won that I knew Encanto was going to win. It won at every award show that I went to, but I loved The Mitchells versus the Machines and I also really like Ryan and the Last Dragon. Um but The Mitchells vs the Machines just felt so much different um from everything else. And uh I don't know. I I love Pixar movies. Um but and I know Encanto's not a Pixar movie. It's a it's a Disney movie. I was going to say Pixar, I think, pushes their looks more. Luca was nominated, which is a Pixar movie, but Disney's actual animation, non-related to Pixar, I think their style's gotten very stale for me, and I've seen this thing where it's a lot of their characters, you can just take the hair off and replace the hair, and it's the same face, basically. Like, Yeah. It's a little generic, and uh, I don't know. I, I've said this before. I enjoyed Encanto, but I think people like the music more than the movie, and uh, so... I, I mean, if you want to talk actual animation, animating the characters in is great, but from, like the movie as a whole, I think there was better movies to pick from. That's just my two cents. And now I'm prepared, prepared to get flamed by every Kanto fan out there. Yeah. Yeah. For real actress, Ariana DeBose won for West side story. Uh, that's for a supporting role actress in a leading role. Jessica Chastain won for the eyes of Tammy Faye. um, Kristen Stewart was nominated for Spencer, which I know you watched. I actually did not see Spencer. I wanted to. It was on my list. I never got around to watching it. But uh, I think you told me that she was good in it, right? Yeah,
1: I was actually surprised because I'm not a big fan of hers. Mm-hmm. But
0: that, that I was actually like, she's pretty good. She's pretty good in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, actor in a supporting role, Troy Coatser won for Coda, which is which is awesome. And then actor in a leading role, Will Smith won for King Richard, and then Coda won Best Picture. Um, yep. And, uh, I mean, we can, we can just talk about that real quick. Cause I think that's the thing everyone wants to talk about <laughs> is the Will Smith stuff. But, uh, I, did you watch King Richard? I did not see King Richard. So I watched King Richard like a couple of weeks before the Oscars. And I said to Brianna, I was like, I loved it. Like, I thought it was a, a great movie and I was like, you know, I, I like Will Smith a lot, but I think Will Smith falls into the same, I don't know, kind of, um, I don't know if this like category almost of like actor where they keep playing themselves or they keep playing the same character and, uh, and it's not a typecast. It's just when they play a character, they play themselves. It's like Johnny Depp just plays a character of Johnny Depp. He plays a cartoon character of Johnny Depp whenever he's anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then yeah, same thing with like Will Smith. I feel like just kind of plays Will Smith, you know, when he's, he's dead shot but really he's just playing Will Smith and uh, King Richard was the first movie I'd seen Will Smith in, in a really long time where I wasn't sitting there like I'm watching Will Smith. He was actually a completely different character. And I was like, man, he's really fucking good in this movie. I hope he wins. And then, uh, and then he got on stage and slapped the shit out of Chris rock. And I was like, Oh damn. Yeah. Now this movie got a little stank on it. I don't know if I should be be happy that he won anymore. (laughs) It's a little unfortunate. Yeah. And I was also like, I feel like it, it it dominated everything. And Coda winning was like a really good feel good moment. Like I felt like after everything crappy the last two years, it was nice to see like a feel good and a, a deserving movie actually win best picture. It wasn't something that was like depressing or like commenting on how shitty everything is right now. And uh so it's like this feel-good movie wins, but no one talks about it because Will Smith got on stage and threw a tantrum.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is that is the unfortunate nature of of that. And look, I know it was it was the slap scene around the world. <laughs> Everybody was talking about it, and we're a little late to the game. And I know that the Swampies wanna know what we felt about the slap. And I just feel like for us, we we've always taken the high road on this show. Mm-hmm. I know we spent ten minutes in the beginning talking about duties on butts, mm-hmm. but you know, for us dealing with movies, kind of working our way through this industry in a kind of back alley sort of way, we do want to kind of distance ourselves from the, that that kind of tabloid esque, really cheap. Um kind of, you know, conversation or like, you know, we're not here to make jokes about a sensitive issue like this. You know, I could see it coming from both sides, you know, the arguments of, was it the right thing to do? Was it not, you know, is, is, is violence acceptable in this case? Well, he's defending, you know, as well, you know, I heard it all. And I feel like for us, we don't want to kind of, um, cheaply benefit and drive, you know, our show on the backs of like sort of situations like this, you know, like it's, we, it's sleazy. Just take, take, take that. Yeah. It's a little bit sleazy and it's, it is kind of like below our pay grade and we're not really looking to um, like benefit off of this kind of uh a thing. I think it's better, better left to, to the people involved to handle it themselves. And It's not our place to make jokes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So on that note, well said, man, well said, yeah. Um, so sh- should we get to our first award before we start our lists? I am glad that we were able to get all that that other stuff out of the way, though, because obviously, like I said, I know a lot of people are going to ask us, some, you know, want to hear our thoughts on the Oscars and especially the Will Smith, Chris Rock incident. But Like I said, we're not here to comment on that. We just want to do our awards and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So our first award for the night before we get into our lists is uh, this movie Slaps. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie... That maybe,
0: maybe you weren't sure if it was going to be that good. But guess what? It's laps. Yeah. And it's the best movie that has either Will Smith or Chris Rock in it.
1: Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: So, so your choices are basically fucking spiral or King Richard, King Richard, King Richard. (laughs) So Colin, who does the,
0: this movie slaps award go to the, this movie slaps award goes to Will Smith for King Richard. (laughs) Wow, dude. (laughs) (laughs) we rewarded him twice (laughs) yeah (laughs) good stuff yeah man I mean between those movies it's a no brainer but um are you guys surprised (laughs) is anyone surprised out there that we did that
1: (laughs) Yeah, was that even? Did I, I wonder how many people were listening and be like, "Man, these guys are turning over a new leaf." Yeah,
0: I'm proud of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're being real classy about this
0: whole situation. Yeah, And yeah, we just, we're not. We just turned around and whipped our dicks out and screamed. Nope. <laughs> 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 oh, That's man. the only thing you can do in this scenario. Yep, exactly. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the show, we're doing a top ten. And a bottom 10 of the year. And then interspersed, we've got awards to give out throughout the year. So we got four more awards. We'll get to them, you know, down, down the road. I think we're going to do five of the, like the movies off the list. And then we'll do another award and then come back to it. So you want to get into the bottom 10? We'll do the bottom 10 first. Yep, we'll do our bottom 10
1: first. And then we will um, do our top 10 with some extra awards sprinkled in between. Nice. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Now, I'll leave that up to you. I was actually listening to our first duties and one list I started and the other list you started. So oh, okay. I'll let you pick. Do you want to start our top list or do you want to start our bottom list? Uh, it doesn't matter. Do you have a preference? I'll, I'll start the bottom. Okay. All right. You start, start with, with the, the bottom. bottom. You start with the bottom. So, everybody, my number 10 bottom of my list, my... Top 10 least enjoyed movies of 2021 is Chaos Walking. Ooh, nice. It's a good choice yeah. for a bad movie. I didn't like it. <laughs> no. That's that's how I
0: felt. I did not <laughs> like it. No. I mean, it wasn't surprising. Like, I will say that. I, I didn't leave, right. leave that movie angry or anything like that because almost didn't come out because they were like, yeah, this thing is so bad. So like we, they warned us before it came out. So when you, when I watched it, I was just like, yeah, I was told by the people that made it. It is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> so well, not
1: a huge surprise. Shockingly, I didn't fail it. Cause I wasn't like, this is the worst thing. Like you said, like I wasn't like angry at it. I was just kind of like, eh, like it's just like, it's just nothing. Mm-hmm. So so I didn't really like fail it cause it didn't make me like mad or anything. Yeah. Like kind of half of my bottom list is not actually even like failing or maybe a little less than half, but um, yeah, it was just not, just didn't really shine for me. And I was having a hard time cause there were some other movies I was looking at on my list. I'm like, maybe this should be in the bottom, but I'm, I'm pretty set that my list is gonna, my bottom and my top list are set in stone at this point. Nice. So yeah, number ten for me, Chaos Walking.
0: Mm, cool. My number ten, Halloween Kills. All right. Yeah, I did not see that one. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a. Uh, trying to remember which one of our our buddies reached out to us. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Cameron. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. I can't remember, but yeah, they reached out. and They're like, "Hey, I saw I saw Halloween Kills," and they're like, "And did you know?" That evil dies tonight <laughs> because that's like <sighs> they just repeat it like 40 times over and over again throughout the whole movie. And, uh, oh, good, yeah. I mean, it's pretty for me, I felt like it was as generic as a horror movie could be. Um, and it was, it was like even more of a bummer considering the reboot, the first one that they did uh, three years ago was really good. Um, so I was looking forward to it and I feel like it just, it falls into all the trappings that a crappy horror sequel, um, would. And, uh, yeah, there's a few movies on in like in my bottom 10 that, um, maybe I wasn't like offended by or anything like that, but they're there just because like it should have been better or it had a lot of promise. And a lot of it was just, I was that disappointed with it. And this is one of those, uh, cause like I said, I like the first one a lot. And this one is just like, uh, it's they're making a third and I don't even know if I really care about it anymore. Whereas like leading into this, I was, I was super into, we did that trailer and we're like, Oh, this trailer looks awesome. And uh, it was, yeah, the trailer is better than the movie. So my number 10 Halloween kills. Yeah. All right.
1: Very cool. My number nine, I kind of have a feeling you're gonna, you're gonna strongly disagree with me here. Oh no. And that's, and that's fine. But my number nine is The Last Duel. I When you said that, I had a feeling that's what it was going to be. You, If you've ever listened to the show, you'll know my reasoning. But, yeah, I just, um, the movie has certain things in it that, for me, I kind of, I just, I don't love. And mm-hmm. it makes it hard for me to enjoy the rest of the movie. It's a movie I did not fail because if it wasn't for those and I understand the importance of certain scenes because it's what the whole movie is based around. So I understand that entirely, but still just watching it and the feeling that I get in quote, and this is based on my enjoyment of the films, not necessarily how good they are or or anything else like quality wise It is just for me. It's not a movie I ever want to revisit. And by the end of it, I was like, there were some things I really liked, but I just can't, so,
0: that's why that's there. When once you started that, I was like, I think I know what he's gonna do. Um, my number nine though is gonna be quick. My number nine is chaos walking. <laughs> so nice. We just we just talked about it, and one thing just going off of you know to add to that, um, I think the premise, the idea of chaos walking, uh, leads to very boring characters. Like if every character just has their thoughts left out there in the open, then then there's nothing to, you know, kind of leave to the imagination or to try and read with the characters. It's yeah. just it's just all out there. And I don't know. I it was kind of like when I was watching, I was like the world I could see being cool. But this does not translate. <laughs> like, at, at least maybe in a book, you don't have to put everything out there. But in a movie, you just have to show everyone. So, right. Yeah, stupid. What's your what's your number eight? My number eight on my bottom list
1: is a movie that we reviewed on this show pretty early on in this year. Mm. And it's uh, the conjuring. The devil made me do it. Oh, nice.
0: (laughs) Or not nice. I don't know. Not too nice. Yeah.
1: But yeah, we, we did a review on that. You can go back and listen to our feelings. Pretty buns.
0: (laughs) Um, my number eight, I wonder if this is going to make its way onto your list. My number eight, we did this one on the pod. Venom. Let there be carnage. Oh yeah, man. Number eight on your bottom. You really liked it. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Um, pretty sweet movie. Yeah. Now there was others that I think I just had a stronger reaction to this is kind of probably from here on out or all the movies that like I actively hated. This was, I remember leaving the theater being like, this is a goddamn mess. This thing was made by fools. <laughs> and and uh By by a fool. By a fool. And uh and the post credit scene was even more annoying. Um so yeah, Venom, let there be carnage. Um I don't know what they're doing with this at this point. Sony just needs to just not make movies that are Marvel themed anymore.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: My number
1: what is the seven we're on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My number seven uh, for my bottom list is a little movie called Titon. Oh, okay, yeah, I know that was a movie that like, like all the trailers were like critics are fucking jizzing for this movie. Everybody's like, oh my god, it's the craziest movie you'll ever see. Ah.
0: <laughs> um, that movie was fucking weird. Titon made made it onto a lot of people's top ten this year, but I also. I think it's just that it's weird. I don't know if it's necessarily that it's good.
1: That's the thing is there were so many things about the movie where I was just like, what is the point? What is this? Like, I don't know. It just, it just seems, it felt like weird for the sake of weird. And, um, I mean, there are things about it that I liked. I didn't fail it too. This is the last D minus on my list, but like, I, wa- I was watching it and blah, blah, blah. And I was watching it at Meg's house and she wasn't feeling good. So she was asleep and I'm in bed next to her watching this movie. So she woke up from like, you know, crazy migraines and like being asleep for most of the evening. Wakes up to Teton and she's like, what are you watching? And I'm <laughs> like, it's fucking French or something. I don't know. And <laughs> She goes to the bathroom and then she comes out and the woman is like picking at her like pregnant stomach and like bleeding oil. She's like, oh, what the fuck? And and the lead in the movie spends like half the movie naked. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I'm like, dude, I don't know. You missed a scene where she fucked a car. So you're (laughs) going to have to catch up. She's like, what is this? I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's going to give birth to a Hot Wheels. Like, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of this movie, they just pulled a Hot Wheels car out of her. (laughs) Everybody was like, oh, my God, art. It's art. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. (laughs) That was the like, like you said, there's actually some stuff I really like. I think the stuff with the the dad or like the the father that lost his son that she's living with that believe. I think, I think that part of the movie is actually very interesting because it's uh, like, he is so far gone. He even knows that that's not his, his kid and he doesn't care. Right. I think that stuff's much more interesting than the actual main character in the movie. So there was like, I watched it and I was really excited to watch it. Like I knew it was this weird arty thing. I was kind of like, I don't know. Like this is, this is the type of movie that like, Film fans are going to love mainstream audiences are going to hate. Like we'll see where I fall on it. I'm hoping it's good because it has a really high score. And then I just was like, I don't hate it. I just, I just think it's overrated. <laughs> I think people yeah. see weird and they're like, I mean, yeah, like it's weird. It is original. I will give it that, but that doesn't make it a good movie. In my opinion, hundred percent. Um, do you got anything else on Tita? No, I, w- I want to know what your number seven on your bottom is. My number seven, and I if there's one of these every year. There's a, there's a movie that I was hyped as hell to see, and then it just let me down that much that it makes its way to the bottom. Maybe it's not as bad as the other ones, but my number seven is the Matrix Resurrections.
1: Wow, I knew that one was a big letdown for both of us, but yeah, I almost expected that to be a little
0: like be safe from your bottom. No, no, you know what? The there was there was things that I. Didn't even address, I think on that podcast episode, like that, like really bothered me about it. And the more that I thought about it, the more the movie actually upset me, like how, how cynical the movie is and how the movie actively talks down on the people that love the original movies. And you know what, maybe that was just their way to like (laughs) give a F you to, to Warner brothers. But like, I'm just like, why, why are you shitting on me for paying to come see your movie? Like that's fucked up. Right. So I, you know, maybe it's a Warner brothers thing, but the Wachowskis, that's the thing is I feel like if I was put in the position where I have to make this thing that I don't want to make, I would be pissed that they were doing that, but I wouldn't go out of my way to ruin it for everyone who loved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's like very spiteful and shitty because now, I mean, reloaded and, uh, uh, revolutions already sucked. But the first one you're like, the first one's so good, I can give it a pass. I feel like this one really damages it. Like you there's been four movies now, and three are really bad. <laughs> like. Yeah,
1: it's it's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, so I don't know, man. This this was by far, this is the biggest disappointment of the year for me.
1: Understandable. That makes sense. That's kind of where we were sitting on it in our review as well. Well, my number six least least enjoyed movie of the year and i guess this movie was trying to be not bad but definitely was shooting for i think they're shooting for so bad it's good and they're trying to write a meme and i don't think it worked here
0: oh i it's, know uh, Willy's know.
1: wonderland yeah <laughs> i did not like that movie it's like you get nicholas cage and i get the bit they're doing where it's like, yeah, we got Nicolas Cage for this movie, but we don't give him any lines.
0: He literally says no words the whole movie. Yeah, we were excited for it. Like, I mean, like maybe excited is the wrong word, but we were like, this looks really funny, Me? crazy. Yeah, crazy. We were yeah. like, we were into it, and then yeah, it's it's very mediocre. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if mediocre is the word.
1: Oh, it's bad. It's definitely bad. And there's not even like any like really good like memorable kills that like. Mm-hmm help me enjoy it more. So I'm just like, damn, like you couldn't even deliver on that. Like, no,
0: not into it at all. Yeah. Yeah. And then my number six, before we hit the next award and you know, what's funny. Like it's kind of fits into kind of the same category of movie that you're talking about. Not exactly where it's like trying to capitalize on a meme, but this movie is definitely, um, At least what they're saying is that they were like, oh, we were going for like old school, trying to ride, ride on some camp, make this a fun movie. And for me, I did not have fun. I did not enjoy the campiness if that's what it was. To me, it felt amateur and that is malignant fucking hated malignant
1: oh i did not see malignant this year
0: that's one that i missed yeah malignant was one that um i guess that's a good thing (laughs) people are pretty like split on it i've seen some people that are just like oh well like it was intended to be like that but like sometimes i think people confuse something that's crappy with campy and yeah like that's the thing is there's some acting in this movie that's just horrendous. And they're like, no, it's campy. They're going for it. But like, I have a hard time believing that a director was like, Hey, you know, this thing that you have to be good at to get more jobs to pay for you to live. Can you do this really poorly and then try and get more jobs after this? Like, I don't think that's camp. You know what I mean? Like I think an actor is going to try and be a good actor regardless of what, what, what they're in. And I think across the board, the performances are pretty crap in this movie and the twist is very predictable. There's some really awful dialogue and um, yeah, I just, my theater, like I think my whole theater, like left just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> so yeah. Number six for me. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's give out another award. You can uh, you can give this one out because I did the last one.
1: Okay, okay. Well, I think I think now that we're we're halfway through the bottom list, before we get to the worst of it, we should we should bring a little bit of positivity into into it. You know, mm-hmm. let's not be let's not just be harsh on everything. And I think that this is an important category to us, and it's a category that has been a part of the duties for a few years now, but has only ever been represented on the show uh, since last year. And it's, uh, it's a little award we like to give out called watch that movie. One more time. It's Brittany, bitch. (laughs) We love it. I love it. (laughs) So this is, this is the movie and we each have different answers for this potentially, but this is the movie that, uh, either one of us had watched, the most times in mm-hmm. this in this last year since its release. So, Colin, hit what? Hit me with it one more time, bitch. Brittany, what movie is it? My my
0: winner for the watch this movie one more time. It's Brittany bitch award is <laughs> Dune. 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 Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um. There was a couple other ones that were close. I will say, Candyman got a lot of play this year for me, um, and No Time to Die actually got a lot of play as well. But wow! But Dune, I watched either two or three times in the theater, and then at home, you know, on HBO that first week, I probably watched it like six times. <laughs> and the first week it was wow. out, it was yeah. I just like had it on all the time. So, yeah, Dune. Interesting.
1: Very cool. And um, this is crazy because this is the first year that we have three winners of this award, but also only two winners because my answer is a tie between Dune and Nightmare Alley. mm so <laughs> I've watched them both. This, I've watched them both four times. They're the only movies I've watched four times. Nice. I had a feeling it was going to be
0: Nightmare Alley for you.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of is. Yeah. They're, they're equal. They're equal for me. Yep. Watched them both. Plot twist. It was both. I watched them both
0: a lot. Yeah.
1: I saw Dune in theaters twice and then I watched it at home twice. And then Nightmare Alley, I watched four times at home. Nice. So yeah, there's, there's another reward. Let's uh, let's jump back into this list. Why don't we? Why don't we? What's your number five? Yeah, my number five is apparently the best movie the internet has ever seen in 2021. <laughs> Army of the Dead. <laughs> I love that bunch of fucking idiots. That movie sucked. That movie was fucking trash. That was one of the earlier
0: F's on my list. I think I texted you while I was watching that. Yeah, it's I was going to say that movie's bad. And it was so weird because I was watching it and I was like, this is crappy, like really crappy. And while I was watching it, um, it had already been announced that they were going to do a spinoff movie. So I was like waiting for it to get good. I'm like, how did this get a spinoff movie? Like how? Yeah. What happens? And then nothing ever happened. So I was just like, oh, I guess this is just co- continuously shitty and everyone's stupid out there. <laughs> Yeah, it just sucks. They made such a big deal about the visuals in it, too. Like, oh, we built, like, muscles and skeletons inside of, like, the the zombie cats and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, the Planet of the Apes movies have done that already. Like, that's not groundbreaking technology. Like, it was when other movies did it. Right. But not when your movie's doing it. Your movie also looks bad. Yeah, you're late. (laughs) So. You're late to the game. Yeah, stupid. (laughs) Yeah. What's your number five? My number five... It's 9. The Fast Saga. <laughs> Ooh. 9. 9. Um Get out of here, 9. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had a field day with this movie. I laughed a lot during it, but it was definitely one of the stupidest movies yeah. I watched all year. And uh and I think my brother Ryan watched it twice. Wow. And I give him so much like yeah, like brave man. <laughs> brave man. Um just so dumb everything about it and Vin Diesel's a douche but that was a good episode of the show yeah I was gonna say uh the director for Fast 10 quit recently because of Vin Diesel awesome yeah and they added Brie Larson to the Fast saga well that was the thing is they they signed on Brie Larson and then like two days later um the director quit and everyone like online it they're like oh Brie Larson, she's difficult to work with, blah blah blah. And then the director had to come. He's like, "No, Vin Diesel's a douche. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's not Brie Larson. It's just Vin Diesel's an asshole." <laughs> so yeah, is anybody surprised? Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're you're making Fast Ten. What did you think you were getting into?
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of what the fuck do you think you were getting into? I guess my number four. <laughs> Uh Has actually already appeared on your list.
0: It's Venom. Let there be carnage.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really didn't like this one.
0: It probably should have been lower on mine. There's just some of the movies that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. My number four is, and this if this is not on your bottom ten, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive over. I'm gonna drive back to New York and slap you because this movie. Ooh, you promise? Yeah, I promise. These, these movies from here on out are all the ones that are just like hard Fs. Like this is by far the worst shit that I've seen this year. My number four is Space Jam, a new legacy. Ooh, that was a good movie though. That's in my top 10.
1: <laughs> Dude, you know, what's my favorite thing about Space Jam, a new legacy is after like, so there's all these Space Jam toys in in stores. I don't know if you know this, but there was like this this epidemic across the country where people were going into the stores and taking the heads off of all the LeBron Jameses <laughs> in the stores. <laughs> and it became such a problem that stores ended up like putting like a piece of plastic over the head and then like fastening it to the packaging and then the toy companies started sending them out to stores with the heads like actually like encased in the packaging. So you had to like cut the package open to get the heads off. <laughs> because and and some stores that didn't have that special packaging when they re-released them to protect the heads from being ripped off. <laughs> what they were doing was they they were taking the heads off and there was a note and it said like like ask for head at register. <laughs> because like it became a it was like a TikTok trend or something where people were just taking the heads off of LeBron James toys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I, I love that. That's my favorite thing that came out of that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it again. The one thing I will say, I said it before on the show and I'm like, I've just come to the conclusion that anytime I'd rather, anytime I can see a movie in theater, I'm going to because I'm like, maybe the in theater experience can make a bad movie just a little bit more enjoyable. So I actually went out to go see this movie in the theater and Nice. It was still dog shit. It was so bad. <laughs> of course. And it of course it shit of my child. Shit of my childhood enough to include an actual clip of the aliens from the first space gym, but not actually include them in the story, which I thought was really stupid. So they made Don Cheadle like a like an Android robot AI that's working for Warner Brothers. And I was like, this is the worst thing. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. What's your uh what's your number three, right? That's where we're down to three?
1: Yep. My number three is a movie that I don't know if you watched. Ooh. I might've steered you away from watching it. If I told you about it at all, or we just didn't talk about it because I was just so mad that I watched it because I thought it it
0: was, it was really not good and I failed it and it's called cry macho. Oh yeah. I did not watch cry macho. You told me to not watch cry macho. So I did not watch cry macho.
1: <laughs> it was so fucking stupid. And there's like, it's like a 10 minute scene of, Clint Eastwood, slow dancing. I'm assuming held together by strings and marionetted (laughs) around a room. Like it is, it is bad. It is so, and it's so unbelievable. Like he like throws punches at dudes who are like a third of his age Mm -hmm. and muscular. And they're all like, damn, this old guy's tough. And they all run away scared. I'm like, come the fuck on You're 98 years old. Yeah. Shut up. (laughs) Plus there's like a lot of like, this, it, there's like a lot of racial stuff in it that I'm kind of like, that's questionable. And like, there's weird character, like characters are wildly inconsistent in terms of like their, their traits and their motivations. Uh, yeah. It's just really sloppy and stupid.
0: I feel like, uh, I don't really want to get too much onto it, but I feel like it would be nice if Clint Eastwood made a movie that wasn't just, Like the tagline was like an old white man tags along with a minority. It's like, what? Hundred percent. It's like, what? How is that an idea?
1: He he hit it with Grand Torino, which was actually a good movie. Yeah,
0: and he was just like, I'll just keep making this movie, (laughs) (laughs) but worse because he also did the Mule. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, my number three, bottom three. Home sweet home alone. <laughs> home sweet home alone. I did not see that. It's on. It's a, uh, it went straight to Disney plus it's the home alone reboot with the kid from Jojo rabbit. But like, it's actually part of the Kevin McAllister universe. Cause they reference Kevin McAllister and buzz is actually in the movie. It's the same actor. Sweet. But unlike, uh, unlike those, you know, movies that people cherish that actually had bad guys that wanted to do harm this time the child is is maiming pretty innocent people and you're supposed to root for them, and um it's it's awful. It's it, we watched this I think on Christmas or like Christmas Eve and uh we we're just like Christmas is canceled this year. See,
1: <laughs> so Christmas is over. Yeah. We're we're doing Hanukkah next year. This is done. Yeah. So, yep. Number 3, Home Sweet Home Alone. All right. Well, I'm glad I missed it. Yeah. So my number two, second from the bottom of my list. It's also a movie we've reviewed on this show earlier this year. Oh, I know what
0: it is. It's old. My number two is old as well. (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. I was I was waiting for some overlap. That's what I'm talking about.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah about time geez <laughs> yeah old socked. go listen to our episode because I think we nailed it
0: yeah that movie though has it's terrible it's it's by far one of the worst movies I, I watched all year that movie has a couple scenes though that I've clipped and saved to my phone and I like send them to my brothers every once in a while just like be like look at this shit
1: <laughs> yeah so. yeah it's it's there's some yeah some really bad scenes that movie blew mm. so now it's number two yeah
0: <laughs> And your number one, your worst movie of 2021 is Sky's
1: First Duty. And, you know, before I give this away, let me apologize because we didn't we didn't explain the duties to the listeners. We got all wrapped up in, in, you know, in wedding stuff and me being your best man (laughs) and walking you down the aisle and also being the flower boy. Yeah. And the ring bearer. It's a lot of responsibility, but I'm up for it. (laughs) And we didn't actually explain to the swampies who may have, may have come in without hearing our previous duties. This is the duty. This is the movie that I felt was the worst this year. Mm -hmm. So it gets a duty and this duty is bad. But after this, we're going to give our list for our favorite movies of the year, our top 10. And each of us are going to give a number one Pick and that movie's gonna get a duty, which is good. Mm-hmm. So, you want a duty because duties are good, but you do not want the duty, yeah. Which is, uh, we're about to give the duty right
0: now. We're gonna give a duty, and you definitely don't want to get a duty. That's the thing. You don't want to get a no, you want a duty, but you yeah. don't want a duty, yeah. So, I was gonna, I was gonna say, but the duty you definitely want. You don't want the duty. Oh, no question.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad we cleared that up as is tradition on this show. Anyways, my duty, my least favorite movie of the year. Is Space Jam a new legacy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not putting the miles on my car. <laughs> Nope. Don't need to stay where you are. It's late. I I knew it was going to be on your list. Dude, it was awful.
1: I was like, wow, I can't believe it It took me like five tries to finish it. I was like, I don't know if I could do it. This movie's like an hour and 20 minutes and I don't think I can get through it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's bad. Two movies in my bottom 10 where Warner brothers was the villain. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what it is? I think Warner brothers makes some really good, um, non-property movies. Like I think they were represented pretty highly during the, the Oscars, but I feel like they're yeah. big property ones where they have all the people involved because they're putting money on the line. They all turn out like dog shit for the most part. Like yeah. there's obviously exceptions, but when you look at their franchise movies, they just, I don't they too many cooks in the kitchen, man, too many cooks. 100%. Yeah. So Colin, what is your duty? My duty Goes to Spiral from the Book of
1: Saw. <laughs> oh, snap. How's that feel, Chris Rock? You just got slapped
0: again. Wow. Yeah. Damn. In this episode, we gave Will Smith another award and we slapped Chris Rock again.
1: Will Smith just smacked the shit out
0: of me. Who are we? We are the Oscars. We, we truly have become, we have become you know the Academy. What? You either die <laughs> a
1: hero or live long enough to see yourself become the Academy. Academy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: always said that. Yeah, it's, it's tales oldest old as time. Um, yeah, I mean... I've, I said it a bunch throughout the year spiral. I thought was awful and I've gotten myself into the, Oh, they're bringing this franchise back. They probably have a dope idea. Um, no, this is, this is actually, I think one of the worst saw movies ever made. And which is saying something because there's nine now and almost all of them are bad are <laughs> really bad. Yeah and uh, this is another movie that I have I have clips saved on my phone of Chris Rock just being an absolute trash actor where I'm just like I send it as reactions to things to my brothers every once in a while and uh, oh, it's so bad there's one one thing of dialogue me and like Brandon Ryan and Liv quote all the time because we think it's so funny just Chris Rock basically just being like fuck me no fuck you
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you told me about that Yikes, man. <laughs> yeah. Cringe city. Um, well, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. The duties are done. The duties now are done. Now we can get into the duties, but mm-hmm. first we got another reward to give out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that we got rid of, uh, cause you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to give out this award until we finished talking about our bottom 10 and, um, because this actually relates to something that might have appeared in the bottom 10. Oh, I, yeah, because, uh, because, you know, we, we got a recurring award called uh top of the mountain bottom of the barrel. Hmm. That's a move. That's a uh, award that we give out to a actor or actress who is in a movie that is a potential top tenner, really good movie, something we either really anticipated and they knocked it out of the park. Something that just blew us away, or their performance was amazing, and they were also in a movie that was total dog shit. Yes. So, Colin, would you like to
0: present this award for us? I sure will. And you know, it's it's funny because I feel like uh, I feel like you enlightened me about this award. We were talking about who we should do, and you were like, "This award's like not really a compliment." And I had always thought of it like. Yeah, so we're giving out an award, and it's for a, at least part of it is for a movie that was really great. So, like, it should be a good thing. They should be happy to get this. But then I thought about it and I was like, it's not really. Because <laughs> that means that one of their movies is <laughs> awful enough to the point where they were in one of the worst things throughout the year. So, that kind of bums me out because the person who's getting this award, I really like. And me too. The majority of this person's said, I want to I want to see majority of their films I like a lot and but this one and and this person was a draw for this movie too I was like oh dope they're in this but this one movie was just so bad and the other movie they were in was so good that there was there was only one person we could give it to and that is Thomas and Mackenzie yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah, because she was in Old, which we just got done talking about. Yep. But she was also in Last Night in Soho, which was a very cool movie. that I think we both enjoyed a lot this year.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? It's the the cookie crumbles. I think the first ever Top of the Mountain, Bottom of the Barrel award went to Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. because he was in John Wick 3 the same year that he was in... Replicas. Uh, Replicas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that movie. So... <laughs> That's a. Those are two really big swings. <laughs> oh man, I love that robot at the end. <laughs> oh, it's, it's insane when the robot throws <laughs> the, the movie's ridiculous. When the robot throws the body and the body hits the floor and then just slides stiff as a board across. Like that is, if you want me to like shit myself laughing, just show me that clip. I think it's the funniest worst animation ever. <laughs> I love it so much, <laughs> dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well cool. You want to get into our our top 10 and give out the duty at the end? I think I do. <laughs> I do. D. Um so I'll start this one first. My number 10, best of the year, and this is the first. This is the first time that a movie has shown up in someone's top 10 and someone's bottom 10 because my number 10 is The Last Duel. <laughs> wow, groundbreaking. Yeah, we're we're breaking new ground here. At the two dudes dome. (laughs) Yeah. We'd be doing that. We definitely be doing that. That's for sure. Yeah. I, uh, I get what you're saying with the scenes that are in it because they are intense scenes. I I do think that this movie definitely is more of a men suck. And it's definitely like supposed to make you root for the woman by the end. Like you don't even care like so much about the guy who wins the duel at the end of the movie. Um, I think, yeah. th- I think the, the duel is intense because of the stakes that it raises for the, the female lead in the movie. But, uh, I, I do really like how the, the story structure is in the movie. I think, um, it's almost kind of a challenging movie cause it makes you like and then dislike people, uh, back and forth throughout the movie. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, Ridley Scott did a couple movies this year, this in uh, House of Gucci. And I thought this was pretty strong, uh, for the most part. And the duel at the end is dope. I will say that the duel is great. Oh yeah. It's really good. So yep. My number 10. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well,
1: my number 10 is, uh, it's it's a little bit of a first appearance, so to speak. Hmm. Because it is the, uh, it's the first Marvel movie on, on my list for the year. And it's uh, Shang Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. Nice. Nice. Yep. I um, and this is a movie where you know the ending it kind of you know becomes the the marvel c g i f- fest not huge into that, but this movie did do a lot of things that were kind of new and different from Marvel that I really appreciated. The fights are amazing like the the fight choreography and everything is really well done mm-hmm. and it was that first because like we saw Black Widow, and you know we talked about our feelings on that, and I felt like it didn't feel like we were really like launching into like the next phase. Shang-Chi really felt like a, the real thing to kickstart and fucking let's go phase four. Bam. Here we are.
0: Yeah. I don't want to say too much about it because I'm, i actually think we're going to talk about Shang-Chi or at least I plan to when we do our multiverse of madness review. Um, but yeah, I mean, I will say this right now. Shang-Chi is not in my top 10. It was ranked 11 for me. Um, oh, wow. and the reason reason it wasn't was because of the ending um, but yes yeah. everything that is great about that movie is really great and I think you know we talked about it when we did the review that movie is one of the strongest origin stories in the MCU so 100% my number 9 we actually just referenced it because Thomas and McKenzie is in it last night in Soho nice yeah last night so we were both pretty excited for Edgar Wright uh, Return to Farm and then uh, that one, and there's a couple scenes that like really I thought were awesome, but the the one dancing scene is still one of my favorite sequences throughout the year in terms of like just uh, very uh, meticulous planning on how you can pull off a wonder all in frame and make it look like it was done with like CGI and stuff like that. So um, I think it does get a little, um, like I think the horror gets a little stale towards the end of the movie, but there was enough in there that uh, I really liked, especially the characters and the the style of it. So my number nine last night in Soho. Nice. Very nice.
1: My number nine is a little movie. I don't know if you saw this one. I saw this in theaters and uh, it's a 24 and it really pulled on my heartstrings. Uh, it's a movie called come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Yep. I did see come on, come on, come on, come on is really good. <laughs> Yeah, I really, really liked it a lot. And I kind of expected to. I like Joaquin. I love A24. But I was a little bit surprised by just how much it really, like, hit me in the feels.
0: Dude, and the child actor. Oh, he's great. Yeah. I think he was, you was, we talked about it, like, on the phone. And you were like, that kid actor gives one of the best, like, actors by a child I think I've ever seen. Um, and then I saw it, and I was like. I crushed it. So I can co-sign on that. Nice. My number eight. We've talked about it several times already on the show. My number eight is King Richard and. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I don't have to talk about it. because I already kind of talked about why I liked it so much earlier, but Will Smith killed it. He becomes another character. And, uh, I also like that. It's a movie that maybe doesn't necessarily end on like the note that you would assume it would. Like, I didn't know the the true story, so it was surprising, but refreshing for me. So I, uh, I like that about it. What's your number eight, dude? My number eight is uh, one of Will Smith's peers in that
1: category of best actor. Uh, the movie that he led in. And this was a movie that really took me by surprise more so than come on, come on, come on, come on. I kind of knew it, you know, I'd probably like it, but this movie, I was just like, I'll watch it. Cause I need to pad my list. And it was nominated for things. Didn't have an interest in it. Not a fan of musicals, but tick, tick, boom, Mm-hmm wow, that movie was so good. Took me as a person who's not even really a fan of that, that world. And I was like the songs, like every song in that movie was like stuck in my head. It was so good. The story was like, I really enjoyed the storytelling aspects. Andrew Garfield is insanely good in it. He is so good. So It just the more I thought about that movie after the fact, it kept climbing more and more up my list. Days after watching it, I was like, "Damn, this movie is like sticking with me." I'm like, I can't shake
0: it. I I I just really really liked it. You had uh you had told me you were like Tick Tick Boom might be in my top ten this year. Like, is is that okay? Like, I think you you you'd like is that right? And I was like, No, it's a really good movie. (laughs) Yeah. My number seven, moving on, is Candyman. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Candyman was almost in my, my top 10. It's my number 11.
0: Nice. An honorable mention. Yeah. I, you know, I think I'd mentioned this when we were talking, we were doing like our Oscar cram, whatever. Candyman was the movie that was sitting at number two for the majority of the year. And then just, I kept seeing better things and it just started getting bumped down the line. And I was like, but for a really long time, I was like, Candyman's one of my favorite movies of the year. And I guess it still is, but it's just like, it was in contention for like top three. And uh, there's just a bunch of other things that came out that I liked a lot more, but I really enjoyed it. Maybe uh, it doesn't entirely stick the landing for me. I, I still really love the ending. I think if if you didn't dig the ending, I, I get it. But for me, I, I liked it a lot. And I think that has a great style. And uh, this is, it wasn't nominated for score. This is behind Dune for score, like my favorite score of the year. Um, love the music in this movie. So yeah. Candyman number seven.
1: Nice. Well, my number seven, also a movie we talked about on this show very recently is licorice pizza. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about that a lot. Cause we did just do an episode on it like not that long ago. So go back and listen to the Oscar cram episodes. I don't remember which one it's on, but you can check the description.
0: Mm-hmm. Very cool. And my last, my number six movie before we get to our next award My number six movie for the year is no time to die. Cool. I did not see that. Yeah. I, uh, for me, there are movies on both of our lists in this top 10 that are better than it. For sure. Like, do I think this is the most amazing movie ever seen? No. Um, if I had to give it a grade, it's probably like a B plus or an a minus. Like I did enjoy it a lot, but as a big 007 fan and in particular the Daniel Craig movies. And I think, you know, like I really like his movies. I have that gigantic bond box set and stuff like that. Like um, this is the perfect wrap up. This felt very Logan like for him. I, I think mm. Logan's obviously a, a better movie cause it's one of the great superhero movies and stuff, but this movie has phenomenal action. Like the action in, in this movie floored me. The visuals are awesome. And it, uh, it hits you hits you in the feels by the end of it which I was not expecting and uh, really I don't think they could have wrapped up Daniel Craig's arc better uh, than this I thought this was a really good movie nice I did not see that or any of the
1: other Daniel Craig ones except for Casino Royale so <laughs> I have a lot of catching up to do my number six is has already appeared on your top ten it's Last Night in Soho oh cool nice next next award what do we have left to give we have, yeah, we have dudette of the year and we've got dude of the year. Which one do you want to do? I'll say let's do, let's do dudette of the year. Cause I think we were more solid on that. And there's some debate about dude of the year. Cause there's a lot of dudes who had an awesome year, but I think, I think one dudette in particular has just been like, even as of lately been crushing it, but especially this year, she has been like really just the forefront of like everybody's mind. She's awesome. Everybody loves her and she keeps popping up in dope shit. So, this next award, dead of the Year, has got to go to
0: the one, the only Zendaya. Now, I will say she was in Dune, one of the biggest movies of the year. She was in Spider Man, one of the biggest movies of the year. She's not the lead in either of those movies, but she is consistently in great things. And euphoria is huge. I know we're a movie podcast, but yeah, I was, I was going to say even the things that aren't great, like as a whole, she is great. And Malcolm and Marie came out in 2021 and I thought that movie was not great, but I thought she was electric in it. Like I, her
1: performance is insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I still think, you know, she wasn't nominated for anything. Also that like that came out really early in 2021. So I didn't expect it to get any play. Um, in terms of the acting cause John David Washington's also awesome in that movie. But, uh, you know, yes, the movie's not great. The acting is phenomenal. I would have been totally cool if they got uh, like nods for, for Oscars for acting and for that movie. And honestly, like I kind of think they got robbed a little bit because I thought they were both excellent in that. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, so there she is. That's
1: our dude out of the year. Rightfully so now time for our top
0: 5 top 5 what do you got for me baby i number 5 mitchells versus the machines
1: whoa shooting high on the list yeah crazy. well not too crazy you're an animator and that was a really cool animated film so yeah
0: i uh i mean i think that movie from an animation standpoint or like an animated film standpoint has everything that i want and it. it's very different it's uh it's doing a lot of things with the medium different styles of animation, different techniques, like, cause there's 2d and 3d. And then on top of it, the story's, you know, great. It's it, uh, it tugs on your heartstrings a little bit. And, uh, also it's really funny. Like I think some animated movies cater their humor more towards kids. I thought this movie was, uh, there's a lot of, I thought this movie was very funny. It was actually probably one of the funniest movies I saw throughout the year. I laughed a lot when I watched it and, uh, I've recommended it to a ton of people. Like this is, Probably Dune is the movie I've told the most people to watch, but this is probably number two. I tell a lot of people to watch this movie and every everyone after they watch it, they're just like, oh, we fucking slaps. And I was like, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, dude, you know, when I was doing this list, I was, uh, I knew it was going to be there. And then I just kept like comparing it to other movies and I've watched it a few times since we reviewed it. I'm just like, no, I, I like, I love it that much. It's, it should be in my top five. So yeah, Mitchell's versus the machines. Sweet. Awesome.
1: My number 5 was I believe the first movie I saw in 2021. Meg and I went to the theaters and she was white knuckling at the entirety of the movie and it's a sequel to the first ever sky duty of on this show, A Quiet Place Part 2. Mm. Was trying to I was trying to figure out like what movie that was? So I'm like, what movies came out really early? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. My, f- the first, uh, the first duty award, aka our fourth episode of the podcast. <laughs> um, I, yeah, A Quiet Place was, was the winner for me for that year because that movie just blew me away. Strong sequel. Oh, the opening scene of this movie alone
0: is worth the price of admission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, John Krasinski's not directing the third one. Um, I don't know if you saw that, but right. John Krasinski. You know, a movie that I will say is not in my top 10. It was an honorable mention for me, which is pig. The director of pig is directing the prequel, which is what the third movie is going to be. The third movie I'm pretty sure takes place on day one of the quiet place universe. And, uh, he is directing it. And John Krasinski apparently like sought him out because he watched pig and he was like, I love this movie so much. I want this guy to do the next quiet place. So, uh, I'm, a uh, I'm a little bummed John Krasinski's not doing it. I get that he probably doesn't want to be pigeonholed as like the, the, a quiet place guy. But, um, he, I feel like the craft, like, yes, the first one's a better movie, I think, but the craft took a big leap in this one. And that opening scene is just like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So sh- chef's kiss. Fucking. Oh, yeah. So good. Amazing. Yeah, My number four is Coda. I don't know if you watched Coda. All not. right. I did not see Coda. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, Coda was one. It took me a really long time to watch it. I watched it a few days before the Oscars. Um, and I didn't think I was going to like it. I was kind of like, I don't know. I'm not. It feels. Um, I feel like in some ways it feels like a family movie. And I don't, I'm, I'm not into like campiness and stuff like that. And it's not that at all. And uh, I was pretty stupid for like holding it off for so long because after I watched it, I was like, uh, no, this movie's really good. And it like quickly became a movie that I was like, if that movie wins, I'm going to be really happy because I loved it. And, uh, I think on the night of the Oscars, Brianna asked me what's winning best picture. And I said, it was either going to be power of the dog or it was going to be Coda. So in Coda one, I was like, I'm smart <laughs> and happy. I am a smart man. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I nice. I liked it a lot. Sick. Well,
1: my number four, probably the biggest shock on my entire list, because if anybody knows me, I am big time. Marvel fanboy, but my number four is the DC movie, The Suicide Squad.
0: Oh, <laughs> that, I, you just threw me through for so many loops. I was like, I'm shook right now. Did you think I was going to say the Snyder Cut Justice League? The, yeah, because I, I can. I forgot about the Suicide Squad, but oh my god, dude! I, when we get well, after we do this, if we have time, I'll tell you what went through my head there, because there was multiple things. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, no, yeah, I was,
1: I was just so surprised by how much I enjoyed that movie. It was so fun. It was so funny. The scene when they're going through that camp, oh. and I was like, "Yo, this is insane." And then how kind of like the 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 fight between um, between him and Peacemaker, and then like or or Peacemaker and then Peacemaker and the other guy. And like that was all so good, so good. The one where it shot with the re- the reflections in the helmet, yeah, dude. So many cool things. James Gunn killed it. Everybody killed it. Idris Elba, like everybody was funny. It made I think they utilized Harley Quinn the like, the best that any of these movies had, where she wasn't like oversaturated, but she like you know had stuff to do. Like nobody was, everybody was handled so well. Polka Dot Man and and his whole thing was so cool, <laughs> like. Loved it, absolutely loved it. Could couldn't have been more surprised by how much I enjoyed a DC movie. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, number
0: four. <laughs> nice. I'm stoked that you put that on that on there. That actually like fell down my rankings a little bit, and I think it was just because there was other things I liked a lot. But now that like you mentioned it, I was like, that maybe that should have been in my top ten because we we both loved it. Um, and and the show's pretty fun. Yeah, well, I had
1: it. I had it lower when I started making the list. It was somewhere around like seven. Then I started looking at things, and I'm like, "What am I going to rewatch?" And what what got a reaction out of me, positive or otherwise? You know, like in terms of like, did this movie make me cry? Did this movie make me feel anything? Think about anything? Did this movie make me laugh? Mm-hmm. And there were so few movies this year that really made me laugh, and that movie did that. It delivered some some gory action. <laughs> And it was a surprise. So I think for all those reasons, it like really bumped up the grading or not the grade, but it bumped up the ranks for me in terms of like, this is a movie that I will probably revisit fairly frequently.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, nice. My number three, and I'm going to preface this. I I did this last year and I was like, we've never had a movie be our same number one. I don't know if that's going to happen this year or not, but I just want to preface that again. Cause it's never happened on the show. And last year I was so certain I was like, we're both going to have tenant number one. And then they were full up, like our two and one were flip flop last year. So we'll see if it happens, but what I was have my a, number one last year. Your number one last year was my number two, which was Judas and the black Messiah. And then my number one was Tenet, and yours was, your oh, right. was tenant. Yeah. So, and I think we both agreed early that I agreed with you. I was like, Judas and the black Messiah is a better movie than Tenet. Just tenant was like, kind of similar to what you were saying. It was the entire experience of it. Like what, how I felt while watching it and stuff it just impacted me. And probably some of that I had to play with also. It was like my first time back in the theater since the pandemic hit and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, Judas was probably actually the number one last year, but it on the, on the show wasn't, so it doesn't count <laughs> anyway. The only reason I said that is because I have a feeling our top three are going to be the same three movies. I'm just not sure the order. So yeah, my number three is Nightmare Alley. Nice, my number three is Nightmare Alley.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh no!
0: <laughs> I already think we have the same top three. Wow, damn. Yeah, you know what? I was. I think you might be right. I thought Nightmare Alley had a chance to be your number one. So. I, I think I know where this is going, but my top three
1: is a tie for number one. Honestly, nightmare alley. Any other year would have been my favorite movie of the year.
0: Yeah. You know, I was looking back at all the movies that I'd watched this year, which we didn't even get to how many we watched total. I don't even know if we, if we need to, but it it wasn't as much as previous years for sure. We'll do that at the end. it, It definitely wasn't as much as previous years, but I think this year was better than, you know, in the last year, at least, I mean, 2019, whatever it was, was, was a phenomenal year, but with the pandemic and stuff, people have think, you know, things have gotten pushed back. And I think last year we had said there, there just wasn't many things that we felt like super, super passionate about. And, uh, I think this year, like you can kind of say a little bit of the same, but definitely with this year, the things that did came out, like come out that I loved, like I really, really loved. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a few movies in particular that like I watched it and then like, it made me want to go back and rewatch like that director's whole catalog or old movies and stuff like that. And, uh, so I feel like the high end of this year's like movie crop was like very, very memorable. And, uh, yeah, nightmare alley was, was one of those ones where it was just like, I watched it and I was like, that probably would have been in top 10 in both of the previous years. And, uh, that's probably like my favorite Guillermo del Toro movie, or at least in his top two or three, like so good, so much style. And there's some moments that are just gnarly and (laughs) live rent free in your brain. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that was exciting. What's your number two? I already know what it
0: is. My number two is Spider-Man no way home. Yeah, it is. (laughs) That's yours. So is mine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) anti climate We did it, baby. Video. We did, yeah. Not only did we have, well, we haven't gotten to it, but it's the writing's on the wall. Not only did we have the same two and three, probably have the same number one. One, two, and three, all in line. Uh, Yeah. Spider-Man encapsulates so much of what you just said where it's like, how did this make me feel and stuff? And something that I've been thinking a lot about with just the Marvel movies in general is the best ones, I think, are the ones that really hit you in the feels. and for, like At least for me, like my favorite ones are end game and like spider-man no way home and some of the other ones that have more of like an emotional tie, not just like really great action sequences or just characters that I like. Like I think, uh, I think spider-man no way home is like perfectly encapsulates everything that a great superhero movie should be. And uh probably, my second favorite MCU theater experience behind end game. Honestly, like people were losing their shit during that movie, mm, dude. Yeah. So many amazing moments that movie. And that was the thing too, is
1: like, I almost put nightmare alley above it. I honestly almost considered nightmare alley for number one. It was really hard. These are all tied for number one. They all just delivered such different things. And this one really spoke to fandom, but it also spoke to everything you said, like, and how I look at great in these did it make me feel something that movie delivered amazing action it was so heart driven it, it you know it brings a tear to your eye and it's funny and it just it seemed like such an impossible task going into it and the redemption that it was for um Andrew Garfield Andrew Garfield and mm-hmm. yeah it just on so many levels did that movie hit and I guess my fandom and nostalgia kind of like pushed it and kept it in that number two slot. So I, I, it's just such a fun, good movie. Like it, it's so cool that it got to be both. It got to be an action blockbuster, but not lose its heart and soul, you know? Hmm. Yeah. So I guess we can just, we should like three, two, one drum roll give out our our duty award because I have a feeling I already know okay you ready all right three two one Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> we both did the joke. <laughs> yeah. No coordination. That's what happens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you said Godzilla. I was hoping I was going to trip you up. It was up. funny because you said Godzilla vs. Kong, which is actually a bad movie. I said Free Guy, which is one that I actually liked. It's pretty <laughs> decent. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Tell me why you liked Kong vs. Godzilla so much. <laughs> well, you know, that scene
1: when Godzilla first gets to Arrakis and <laughs> and they're just like, what is this planet? And he's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. When when Ryan Reynolds shows up in Arrakis and does Deadpool, I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, dude, so good. <laughs> no. Our number one is both Dune. <laughs>
1: Oh hell yeah it is.
0: Oh hell yeah it is.
1: Yeah, Dune. Dune all the
0: way. No one should be surprised. Now, it lived up to the hype and uh and more. It's probably one of my favorite sci-fi. It's it felt like such an impossible task. You know, you were saying the same thing about Spider-Man, but like Dune really felt like how can it even live up to what you know, we're hoping it's going to be. Um not only is it like my favorite director and he's coming off of one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time, but like yep. it's this project that people have, you know, said is unfilmable and um getting pushed back a year and fighting it for it to be two movies and not even getting confirmation that he's going to be able to do the second one. So I feel like there was just like so much right on the line for it. And then like, just, it was even better than I thought it would be. It is so fucking good. And I am, you know, like, obviously I'm stoked. I was stoked for the second one to begin with, but did you see the cat new casting additions that they've, Added this past week? Not this past week, but I've heard some things. So yeah, uh, Florence Pugh was added as the princess. Amazing. Oh, Christopher Walken has been added as the emperor. What? Yeah, dude. Wow. And uh, I did, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but the kid who's playing Elvis in that new Elvis movie, which kind of looks cringy as fuck, but that kid is playing uh, Fade Rotha. Really? Yeah
1: interesting i wish jake gyllenhaal was fade ralpha <laughs>
0: yeah you basically just do his like nightcrawler character
1: yeah it'd be awesome you had me at florence Pugh. florence Pugh is she's amazing in everything she's in she's the best thing in everything she's in having her added to the movie is gonna be tight yeah that's
0: what i said to brianna like basically the first dune comes out some characters die, and then Denis Villeneuve is basically just like standing there, just like with an empty shotgun, just like reload. And he just gets all these stars to come on board. It's like, yep, he just gets A-listers to join because he's amazing. Yeah, I think there was a lot of people that were like, well, like the first one's got a, like a huge cast, but it'll be slimmed down for the next one. And it's like, no, <laughs> nope, not at all. It's, it's going to have just as crazy of a cast. I'm so stoked for for two, and like. Maybe it's just good marketing, but the things they're saying about too, because I think now, like, and again, I think Warner Brothers are a bunch of fucking idiots, but they didn't seem like they, they it seemed like they were like cautiously optimistic, but they weren't willing to like really hand any like the keys to the car, or, like financially for the first one. Yeah. It sounds like everyone now is just like, Dune Part Two is going to be like the best Dune movie it could possibly be. Like, everyone is like so high on it Uh, i'm stoked yeah hell yeah so i believe it would be time to
1: give away our final award for the night which would be the dude of the year and this one we were really debating we don't have a great answer for
0: Mm -hmm. not that we don't have a great answer i think the problem is we have too many great answers i think for sure there's there's two that are you can make a strong case for i think we might both be in ingredients who we want to give it to. But do you want to mention both or do you want to just give it to, to the one that I think we both felt a little stronger about? I say just give it to him and then we will we'll, we'll make mention of the other people who just had a stellar year. All right. Sounds good. You want me to take this one? You got it. No, it's all you. So for dude of the year, we are going with <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Yeah.
1: An insane performance in Tick, Tick, Boom. The, the redemption story of his amazing Spider-Man in Spider-Man No Way Home. I was going to say, and he's also nominated for an Oscar for the eyes of Tammy. UK. So there you go. He killed it, man. He really killed it. And he's somebody that I feel like for a little while there had kind of been written off a couple of years ago, you know? And, um, I think him being due to the year is more so because of kind of the comeback story for him. And, and, mm-hmm. And the movies that he was in, he really shined in into, it wasn't just, you know, he popped up in a bunch of things and the movies are great, but he was just kind of a, this little piece of the puzzle. Like he, you know, obviously he wasn't the main character in the Spider-Man movie, but he did have enough screen time and he just shined. And there was a big comment coming out of that movie was how awesome he was. So I think he's well-deserving. Mm -hmm. there's a there's a bunch of people who are well deserving we batted around willem Dafoe because he had nightmare alley and he was in french dispatch and he was in spider-man and his performance was goaded in spider-man and uh nightmare alley he's not in as much but he is in it and it's interesting and he's just been having like a killer
0: past couple years like huge resurgence in his career yeah that's the thing with uh with him like we we kicked him around because we were like he was in five movies last year Like, like you said, Spider-Man, Nightmare Alley, uh, French Dispatch. And then people forget the Snyder cut. And then he was also in the card counter. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you're talking about like the Renaissance that he's on right now. Like just he was in, uh, you know, the lighthouse, but also movie that's probably going to be our next review. He's in the Northman. Just Willem Dafoe is in everything good lately. And uh, Mm. I think the reason we gave it to Andrew Garfield is because, Again, there was a little bit of redemption there because I think maybe people sleep on him a little bit, but also he was the star of two of his movies. Uh, Willem Dafoe is mainly a supporting actor in a lot of these, but you can't deny that he's just showing up in everything that's awesome lately. Yeah, absolutely. So that is
1: another successful duties, Colin. Yeah, man. To wrap up, I want to know how many movies did you see this year?
0: So I think the last time we talked, I said something like, like 57 or something, and- from that point on, I really did not watch much because I only finished the year at 65. Wow. Yeah,
1: you definitely beat me. Um I wanted to get to a nice round number, but
0: I ended at 48. Nice. I was, you know, the, like down the stretch like the last like few months before the Oscars and stuff. Um you were like, "Oh, I watched this movie, I watched this movie." And I was like, "He's going to pass me." And uh <laughs> Not yet. I was, uh, I was like one really happy that you were watching stuff, but then also just to work. I was like, I'm getting so pissed off because I can't watch any movies right now. But uh, yeah, I kind of realized this once the Oscars pass. Cause like, obviously I had opportunity. My schedule has been a little bit lighter the last two weeks. So I've had opportunities to watch movies. I've gone, I've actually physically gone to the movies a lot lately but um, they're all this year's, right? Yeah. They're all this year's. I was going to say after the Oscars pass, I feel almost no desire to w- watch some of the stuff that I would have watched if we were, you know, if the Oscars hadn't happened yet. Like, I don't know. There was, there were some things that uh, I was like, I'm going to watch that because it's not made for an Oscar. And I didn't get to it. And I was like, I'll still watch it. And then the Oscars passed and it didn't win anything. And I was like, I don't know if I really want to watch. Like Spencer was something that I wanted <laughs> to watch. And I didn't get around to it. And now I'm kind of like, eh. I'll watch it one day. I don't know. Yeah. You don't really need to rush to it now. Yeah. There there are things that came out last year that like just in general, I, I was interested in that. I Like I really want to watch uh, that being the Ricardo's movie that Nicole Kidman was in. Cause I remember like as a kid, oh. like with Nick, Nick at night, I used to watch, I love Lucy all the time. So like, that's something for me that I'm just like, I would like to watch that because it has like some sort of personal tie to me, but I don't know everything I'm watching now, like I'm actually doing pretty good on my 2022 movies. So yeah. Um, I'm just going to keep going
1: strong on that. Yeah. Well, we got a good jump on the 2022 movies. I already seen nine movies for my 2022 list. So I almost have a top 10 ready. (laughs) And, um, I'm hoping that that's a sign that I'll, I'll be more on top of it this year. And my list can be bigger. I'm, I need at least 52 movies just so, just so it's at least one new movie a week. Um, And that's so little compared to other years. I know. really, just not one year. Yeah. 2019
0: went crazy. Watch over 200 movies. This was, that's never going to happen again, (laughs) but no, it never will. But I think that's also the thing. Like I felt pretty strongly about my top 10 in terms of this year being like, yes, these are the worst movies. These are all movies that pissed me off this year, or or at least like that, that deserved to be in the in a bottom 10, but compared to, to whatever it was, 2019, 2019 was like hell on earth. It was 10 movies that were just like the worst. They will make your eyeballs explode bad. (laughs) And, and some of these movies, I was like, you can watch them and they're just like really crappy, but they're not going to piss you off. Yeah. And I would rather it be this way is what I'm saying, because I think we both got hella burnt out that year. Just watching crap for a majority, just trying to pat our list, you know? Yeah. Very, very burnt out. So never
1: doing that again, (laughs) but we're definitely going to do this again. Cause we're going to do this in 2023 when we look back at 2022 movies. Yeah. So thank you guys for coming in for another successful duties and, um, you know, give us a shout on social media. I want to hear what you guys thought of, of our rankings, but also how you ranked these same movies. Like what were your favorites of the year and
0: why was it doing? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, just to give you a little tease, I'm very excited for the next few episodes because I think next we got the Northmen. Ooh. I think after that we got Dr. Strangerous. So yes.
1: So we got to, we've seen both of the movies already. We just need to record, talk about them. So stay tuned. Definitely, definitely come back and catch those. But yeah, we just, we're excited to talk about stuff. So thank you guys. Stay tuned. Follow us. Leave us reviews, all that shit. And until then, suck it, swampies.